Hey Gems, welcome back to the show. Let's not waste any time and jump straight into the topic. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the show. So tell us who you are and a little bit about what you do. Thank you. So my name is Erica Smith. Um, I am from Shreveport, Louisiana, and I created an online school. It's called the Millennial School of Business. And basically, I teach entrepreneurs how to create their businesses. Um, I quit my job back in September of last year, September 12, 2019. Um, and literally... I did it just stepping out on faith. Um, and it has been the best decision that I have made thus far. Um, it was pretty scary. I'm not going to lie. Um, but I, I'm just so excited. The fact that I did choose to trust my gut because I was getting tired of doing, you know, the regular hustle and bustle of going to work every day. Um, and I just knew that I wasn't dwelling in my purpose. Uh, so when I made the choice to, you know, just quit my job and jump out and start my business, um, like I said, it has just been the most most amazing thing and the best decision that I've made thus far. That's amazing. I know that we had connected because you were recently celebrating, you know, six months as an entrepreneur being your own boss. And so, you know, that's a huge feat. A lot of people give up or give in and kind of go back to whatever they were doing before when things get hard. So kudos to you for sticking, you know, sticking with it and, um, and seeing it through because it sounds like it's been really like a really good thing for you. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. I know that you also had mentioned that you were you were also pregnant at the time where you, when you decided to leave your job. Oh, girl. Yes, I was six months pregnant. Um, So that's how I knew that I was being tested because obviously I still needed my health insurance. I was preparing for a new baby. But um, honestly, my husband and I, we talked about it. We prayed about it. And we were like, look, you have to do this because this is the best thing for you. He believed in me, which was a huge, huge contributor to me actually you know, making the leap. Um, but yeah, I, it just really shows that whenever you're in your purpose, when you don't think the pieces will come together, as long as you're doing what you know you're destined to do, it's going to come together. It's going to work out. Yeah, I love that. So what have been some of the major lessons that you've learned, you know, maybe not necessarily since this entrepreneurship journey, or maybe so, um, but maybe in general as well? Yeah, so um, one of the greatest lessons with entrepreneurship and really in life in general is just to keep going. Um, some days are going to be better than others. Some days you're going to feel like you're on top of the world and everything is going right. And then other days you're going to be bombarded with self-doubt and feeling like you can't do it and trying to talk yourself out of it, self-sabotaging. Um, but the greatest lesson is just to keep going. Um, it's just, it's, it's a marathon. It's not a destination. You have to just continue to work every day. Yeah, I think that, you know, people hear that or they see it and they they think it sounds nice and whatnot. But when you're actually in it and you're doing it, it's really, really challenging. And I love yeah. 
you have to keep going regardless of, you know, some days are going to definitely be easier than others. But if you keep your eye on the prize, knowing that these bumps are normal, it's a part of the journey, then, you know, you can see it through and come out right. the other side, you know? Okay. So it sounds like you also had support. So you said that you and your husband had talked about it and he was supportive of what you were doing, which I assume made it easier to make the decision. Um, a little bit. Uh, I didn't know if he was just wanting me to be happy <laughs> at first. <laughs> he really was supporting me. Um, but once we got to talk a little bit more, I can tell he really did believe in me. So yeah, it did help that he was there because he believed in me more than I believed in myself. Um, but I think that that just knowing that someone else sees it in you. So even if you're not married or, you know, even if you're not close with family or friends, there's someone watching you um, and they see what you're doing and they believe in what you're doing. And they're literally just waiting on you to start. Um, so even if you don't physically have that person to talk to, just trust the process and know that there are people out there who are waiting on you. Yeah, I think Les Brown has a quote or talks about um, sometimes you have to rely on someone else's belief in you before you mm-hmm sometimes and um, you know it it can be challenging you can know what has been given to you or what your purpose is but it could be really scary to to start walking toward it because it seems so much bigger than who you are but all you need is one person in your corner to encourage you they may not even know what your vision fully is but they just support you you know and having that is enough to help you to to start taking those steps and then you start to realize it and and have that momentum kind of carry you through yeah absolutely so with that being said the lessons that you've learned what brings you the most joy at this point So definitely being able to be here with my kids, um, being here with my husband. I mean, we're quarantined right now, so we're going to be here anyway. But um, (laughs) able to have that freedom uh, to know that I made a decision that has changed my life, but now has potentially changed my kids' lives because I'm able to be present with them. Um, And as far as my work goes, I mean, my God, like being able to see these women and men who were we're in the same boat that I was thinking that they didn't have what it took and couldn't put the pieces together, but watching them um, launch their businesses after we put the pieces together and work together. And, um, you know, now they're making, you know, thousands of dollars. They, they thought that they could never do. And just being able to know that I've helped them along that road, is just amazing. And it's just so satisfying. And I'm just so, uh, it's just everything. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like it's really fulfilling. You know, I think that, well, I don't think, I know the research says that most Americans are going to jobs that they hate every day, you know, and we spend more time at work than we do typically anywhere else. And so you're, it's not that you necessarily have to be absolutely in love with your job, but if you don't feel like your job is is providing opportunities for you to grow and and fund your purpose or fund your your side hustle or you know um, make it possible for you to do things that you enjoy, then really it's just taking away from your ability to be satisfied in life because we just spend so much time doing it, you know. And so yeah. while you know sometimes your day job 
<clears throat> excuse me, isn't the worst thing in the world. When you have that realization or when your purpose starts pulling on you, it's really difficult to ignore, <laughs> to ignore the call and act like yeah. everything is fine. You know, your job could be, your job could be fine. It could, there could be nothing wrong with it. It could not be a toxic work environment, but you know that there's something bigger that you're supposed to be doing. And it sounds like that's what you found was there is, there was something bigger that you're supposed to be doing. Um, and yeah doing it has, you know, shown you that it's true. You're helping people to be able to get them pla- themselves in a place um, that's helping them to change their lives. So you're not only doing it for you and your kids, but you're also helping other people to do it for them and their families. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Thank you. <laughs> so, you know, th- I, you mentioned it before, you know, not giving up, keep going. There's going to be hard days and things like that. When you have felt stuck or lost or defeated, you know, how have you handled that? What's helped you to get through those times? So definitely. Um, I feel stuck a lot of times just because when I, I tell my students all the time, when you're a serial entrepreneur, you want to do all the things at once. Um, and there's a quote that Oprah has that you can do all, you know, you can have everything, just not all at once. Uh, so whenever I'm feeling stuck or lost, what I typically do is stop what I'm doing and journal. Um, I have to empty out everything that's going on in my head, all the ideas that I have, because there are a lot of moving pieces to building a business. So um, whenever I'm working on handling that, you know, I'll pray, I'll, you know, write everything out. And the thing that I've learned most is after you write this stuff out, you got to go back and read it (laughs) because I used to have that really bad. I used to write everything. I'm like, oh, I feel better now. But then I never went back and implemented. Um, So definitely um, when I'm stuck, man, I have to just clear my mind by journaling, writing it out and then going back and reading when I'm in a different space and then implementing what I've written down. Ooh, I feel like I'm being called out. (laughs) You're calling me out here. I feel I feel attacked. No. Because it, you know, that it's really important that you get the stuff out of your head. But then you mentioned next level having to go back and look at it. Oh, that's hard sometimes. <laughs> that's hard sometimes to go back and look yeah, and see what you said. It is. It is. I don't know if sometimes um, it's maybe it's the fear of knowing that you already have the answer and you're just sitting, thinking, trying to figure it out when you've already written it out. So whenever you go back and read it, it's like, oh, wait, I already know how to do this. Let me just do it now. <laughs> yeah you know what sometimes I think maybe we like things to be harder than they need to be for we whatever do. reason you know and so maybe sometimes being stuck we want to we want to stay in that place longer than we need to maybe because we're scared of success maybe because yeah. we're scared of failure what people will think yeah. um, and that's that's what makes it kind of challenging to go back and look at your own stuff or really face yourself because then you have to you, then you can't hide anymore <laughs> Right. <laughs> There's no more hiding. Oh, wow. Okay. That's significant. So then what keeps you going? Like what, when you decided to leave your job, you were pregnant at the time, you know, you, you had good days, but you also had really challenging days on those days where it's really hard. What keeps you going? What fuels you? So knowing that there are so many other people that are in the same boat that I was, knowing that they're doubting themselves, that they're going to their job and it's just, they're just lukewarm. You know, they're paying the bills, they're making it happen, but there's still that burning desire in them, but they just don't have the pieces to put it together. Um, So knowing that 
I haven't reached those people yet and knowing that I still need to reach those people so that I can serve them. Um, that definitely keeps me going because for me, it's never been about the money for me. It's always been about my level of happiness and my level of peace and my mental stability. Um, so knowing that I can control what my day looks like and control the amount of money that I make and that I'm serving and helping people along the way definitely fuels me every day. It sounds like it. it's enough to do that, you know? I, I think that at the end of the day, every job, every career has to do with service. And when yeah. we forget that that's the case, then we don't perform well and we don't get the results that we want. But when we focus in on the our need to to stay in a, a servant-minded place when we're thinking of our work, then it, it empowers us to do exactly what we need to, to be successful in that area. You know, I was trying to run from sales my whole life, you know, sales and customer service. I was like, I ain't trying to do this. I'm a counselor. It's all about, it's all about customer service and sales. So when you stop running from running from the idea that you are here to serve people and you get to choose who you serve, you know, um, then yeah. you're in a much better place to really thrive. And it sounds like you've gotten, you know, that sweet spot of the pocket of knowing who exactly you want to serve, which makes that work so much better yeah. because you are a good fit for them and they're a good fit for you. So your work is much easier than when we're trying to force ourselves into these places and positions to serve people we don't want to serve, um, which then at the end of the day kind of eats away at our soul. Yeah. So, okay, what would what would your advice be for someone to live a more fulfilling, satisfied lifestyle? Um, I would say figure out what makes you happy. Now, not just what makes you happy um, in a sense of, oh, I'm just going to live this free spirited life. Now, true enough, if that's what you want to do, then do that. But if you're in a situation where you have responsibilities, if you have a family, um, you have bills, <laughs> um, look for things that make you happy but can be profitable at the same time and create a business around that. Um, you can say, I mean, I know some people say money doesn't buy happiness, but, you know, only, you know, poor people say that. Not a, No rich person is saying money doesn't buy you happiness. Um, and that's just the reality of it. And it's not saying I'm going to use my money to spend it on things, but it's that I I have this money so I can relax. I have this money so I can focus on my marriage or my relationship or my children or my dreams, or I have this money so I can go on vacation. It's not, I need the money so I can be happy. It's what can I afford now that I have this? Um, so for anyone that's wanting to start a business, it is difficult um, just putting the pieces together, but do not let that deter you because anything worth having um, isn't easy. And once you begin to understand why there's such a high level of difficulty in starting a business, when you start reaping the benefits, you'll understand why. And I'm telling you, it will be the greatest decision of your life. So just start yeah, you kind of, you know, you're reminding me a little bit of how I am, because to me, I feel like entrepreneurship was the original way of being, you know what I mean? I just feel like at the everyone was an entrepreneur or had a trade, and we've come away from that, and I think that it leads a lot of people to being depressed, to being anxious and unsatisfied in their lives, and so I'm kind of of the train of thought, like, even it's not you know, your full-time job, you need a side hustle or something because there's something that you have been gifted with that you need to be sharing with other people. 
And so, you know, there's a lot of hesitation around starting your own business because obviously it's freaking hard. (laughs) Um, It's not an easy thing. It's not for the faint at heart, but it is also just as fulfilling on the other side of that. You know what I mean? To grow something um, from nothing and to see it thrive and to know that the blood, sweat and tears that you put into it are, are worthwhile, you know? Yeah, yeah, you brought absolutely. up, you know, money. And I think that people's mindsets around money and beliefs around money, fears, all kind of contribute to what hinders them from breaking through new levels, you know, in their finances. And right. how, how maybe, you know, kind of going off a little bit, how have you kind of helped your clients or yourself kind of get past some of those things that make it hard for your clients to hit new sales goals um, and be able to... You know, Yeah, absolutely. So the number one thing that I always tell all of my students is that the money is just a value um, or it's it's a number for the value that you're providing. Um, Don't get caught up in the amount. Focus on the benefit that you're giving the person that you're serving. Because remember, every single business is about serving someone, something in some kind of way. So the money is just a transactional part of it um, that just puts a number on the service. So to get over and out of your head about the limiting beliefs that you may have on money, um, it's just paper. (laughs) You know, it's just paper. Think about the fact that you're going to change someone's life with what you do. You're going to help someone get out of their situation. Um, I have a girl that has launched her business and she's made over $8,000 because she's teaching women how to lose weight while maintaining having children or after having children. Um, So the benefit of that is greater than any, you know, monetary amount. So I know that it's hard because depending on how you were brought up and how you were taught to think about money uh, may be difficult for you to process because you may feel guilty for, you know, asking for more, or you may feel, you know, constricted when you're, you know, bumping up your prices. Um, But in reality, it's just about the value. It's about the value that you provide and what way can you help someone better understand your value than asking them to give you Yeah, money. you know, a, a lot of people I think are not having these conversations and need to be, you know? And I love that you are having these conversations yeah. with your clients and helping them to kind of break through new levels in their mind and in their business. So where is it that we can find you? Where are you yeah. most active so that we can support you and what you're doing? Yeah, you guys can um, check out my website. It's HeyEricaSmith.com. It's E-R-I-C-A-S-M-I-T-H, HeyEricaSmith.com. That's my blog. So you'll see my family, my kids and everything uh, because I do blog as well. But you'll have all the information that you need um, for the Millennial School of Business if you're interested. I love that. We really appreciate you for stopping by and sharing your gems with us. It really is my pleasure to host you and get to know a little bit more about what you're doing and how you're impacting people's lives. Um, So I really do just want to express my appreciation again for you, you know, taking some time out to chat. Yes, thank you so much. This has been amazing. Um, And if I can help you out in any way, please let me know. Don't don't get me a good time now. I might need to come get my millennial millennial school of business on too. Yes, All please. right. Well, we will make sure that the everything that you have shared with us is in the show notes and that we know where to find you and support you. And we will talk to you next time, Gems.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the podcast, you have a few options. You can subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it, and you'll be notified as new episodes are uploaded. You can also leave a review or send me your feedback. Doing so helps me to create content that's relevant to what you want to hear about. And last, you can share the podcast with a friend. Whether it's directly or sharing it on your social media, it helps them to know that you think that this is information that they need to hear about. Thank you.